What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good afternoon, everyone. This is your call to worship. Today is Saturday, December 18th. 2021. It is the third Saturday of December and the fourth Saturday of Advent. And the theme for this Advent Saturday and Sunday is love. Greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Milton Black. Welcome to Refuge from the Storm Church, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. We seek to serve targeted individuals in North America and around the world. To our regular members, our new listeners and guests, thank you for spending a portion of your Saturday with us. Your presence is very important to us and thank you for coming. We pray that something that is said or done today will encourage you. Draw near to God and God will draw near to you. Humble yourselves before the Lord and God will exalt you. Remember, God is fighting your battles, arranging things in your favor, making a way even when we don't see it. Our serving team today is uh, Brother Bob Pierce, who manages the Zoom. He's the Zoom moderator. Sister Helena Thompson, who manages the music. Reverend Dr. Millicent Black will offer the altar prayer today. Pastors Terrence and Pam Wilson will deliver the preach word. Sister Greta Ayers will offer the invitation to discipleship. We ask all of you on this call to pray in your daily prayers for Refuge from the Storm Church members, the Worldwide Church, our families and friends. Pray also for TIs worldwide and advocacy and activist groups. Pray for the loved ones of those who have died from the coronavirus. Pray for the overworked medical professionals during this time of dire need. Pray that all government officials be moved by the Holy Spirit to do the will of God and not their will. Pray for victims of the climate crisis around the world and most recently those in Kentucky who lost their lives and those who lost their homes. Pray for all refugees, particularly the Haitians who are fleeing multiple crises from the earthquake to political upheaval and extreme violence. Thank you for your attention. Now, We'll have the opening praise and worship song, which uh, Selena, Helena Thompson has selected. After that, I will lead you through the rest of the worship service. As a friendly reminder, please mute your phone if there's any background noise where you are by pressing star six. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so very much for that wonderful uh, introduction. And it, again, it's our pleasure and honor to be with you again this evening. And we are always um, just feeling very close to you guys because of our, ourselves being part of the targeted community, but also because we share our love for our Lord and Savior. And we also love and support our pastor, Millicent Black. In, in saying that though, I know that she could not do everything that she does in this ministry and she reaches a lot of people without the support. And I was so glad to hear of um, you mentioned all the supportive team members that she has. I was on the call when I was able to get on in the morning and I would hear many of her uh, close uh, inner circle staff be on that call and leading that call and, and doing so many other wonderful things for the targeted community. So I know it's a team effort and I, and I appreciate all of the support staff because 
anybody that's in any kind of business or ministry knows that the person at the top cannot do it without those that are holding up their arms like like in the, in in Moses' arms. So I want to introduce my husband and pastor, Pastor Terrence Wilson, that's going to bring the preach word, and we're going to share doing that this evening. Amen. Thank you so very, very much. My wonderful wife of 20 years, talented, writes all the messages that we have on a week-to-week -week basis. I could not do it without her, and I appreciate Reverend Black for letting us participate, her entire staff who sends our blessings, our peace. And we send uh, good wishes to you and a Merry Christmas to all of you. In case I forget at the end and get so caught up, I might forget. So we're going to say Merry Christmas, but I'd like to thank our staff, as Pam said, I'll add to that. And I'm going to tell you something. I thank my wife because she is my favorite pastor. And I'll tell you one thing, uh, when a husband and wife lock arms together, boy, I tell you, it's like dynamite against Satan. And I'll tell you something, one is in 1,000 and two is in 10,000. And I'm going to tell you something. He come up against the Wilsons. He know he's going to be in a fight. That's for <laughs> sure. But I tell you, what we're not talking about today, today we're going to talk about make every day Christmas and make it count. Uh, that's what we're talking about today. My wife so elderly put these words together. And so I just want to thank God for the spirit of God moving upon her to do that. Before I go and get started, I do want to say one more thing is that I want us to take in mind that we will probably talk out, or we won't talk more probably to the almost, we won't preach more to next year. But I want you to also keep in mind, this is a very happy time of the year. When I was a little boy, I used to listen to Perry Como, Nat King Cole, Andy Williams, and all the other great Christmas songs that come out around this time of year. It's a very happy time of year, but it's a sad time of year too for some people. Uh, in the nursing homes who are not saved, um, or in the hospital, oh not saved, or don't have no family members even have Christmas sweat. So you pray, you pray for those who are alone or those who are sleeping on a bridge or on a bench out there in the park somewhere. Um, we pray for all those or the victims of this horrible tornado we just had here in Kentucky and other states. Pray for those people. It's not the happiest time. I know what Andy Williams meant when he sung that song, but it's not happy for everybody. But we know one thing in Christ. We will be happy and full of joy forevermore. Mm. So now I will say this, make every day in Christmas, don't save it all. My wife will do one song and then I'm gonna go into mm -hmm. one, we'll do it. Okay, we're gonna do it there. Okay, we'll say, okay, I'll introduce it right here. All right, let's go ahead and get started. We are in a time that some people call Christmas. We are in a time that some people call Christmas season, holiday season. The tradition itself evolves from the word Christ, miss, which is a celebration of sacrificing the life of Christ, a believer, sacrificing the life of Christ, believers, and for others, just another winter holiday. So, you know, Christmas for us, and we all know this, that we celebrate Jesus Christ, we celebrate his life, um, Christ's mass, it's a celebration, it's a sacrament, the, Mass, of course, as you know, is a, is, a, is a spiritual celebration. Some people call it religious. We call it spiritual celebration of Christ. The true meaning of Christmas is the sac sacrament of Christ. And now his life is represented through the visible church, the body of Christ. We now symbolize the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. We are his hands and feet. We are his representatives. We are believers here. The body of Christ, the, the bride of Christ is the symbol of what he, the work that he left on earth to do, and we're doing that. So this age that we're in is called the age of grace, and it's going to last until the fulfillment when we have a reunion with him at the rapture and at the end of the age. But because we are the body of Christ, we, we shouldn't just limit our adoration of him. And I know we all celebrate him every day, but we shouldn't limit, limit the celebration of his birth to a once a year rush into commercialism and overspending. That's the thing that, that kind of makes me the most sad and disappointed because it's almost like he's almost forgotten. Now we remember him, of course, but in this world, the greater world around us, they have one way of celebrating these holidays, this particular time of the year, and we have another. And I'm just wanting us hopefully not to in, engage in so much lavish holiday spending that we it overshadows him 
but instead show love and appreciation to loved ones all, all times of the year, right? Amen. Yes. And I want to say something. I want to I want to share something to Pam for us. I've just thought about something. We um we were doing something, and this is what I want to, this is ministry. We talked about uh, a week ago in our service on Sunday, the harvest, Jesus said the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. So we need to labor and do an unfinished work now before he returns. And so what we do as Christians, we labor by teaching and preaching and exalting and lifting up the name of Jesus and teaching people, baptizing the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. And also, I want to say this too. This is what we do 365 days a year. We don't do this. You know, I, I, I will be, I will put myself as an example. For years, I went to church, like before I got saved, filled with the Holy Spirit. I was just out of tradition. I would go on Christmas, I mean, New Year's and Easter. That was the only two times I went. At this time, I was not a Christian that time. And I realized I didn't even have a relationship with Christ. I was just going out of a traditious formality, just a year in, year out formality. I had no personal relationship with Christ. I was caught up in all the things, like Pam said, materialism, got to get this, got to get this, got to get this, got to get that. More focus on the gifts than more so Christ himself. So what Pam was talking about right now, what she was just said, it is <clears throat> as we focus on illuminating the life of, uh, emulating the life of Christ, by not making it to a commercialism or overspending. There are a lot of people, like I said, I would see this cycle every year in the kind of business that I am. I would see a lot of people go and sell it. I don't know what the situation was. I don't know. But I know one thing, after Christmas, you find a lot of people here in Atlanta wind up evicted. I don't know how it happens, but it on a year base. This seemed to happen a lot of times after Christmas, a month or two after Christmas. And you find out later uh, that some of these people they they will get they got caught up in a commercialism materialism. Now it's nothing wrong with giving gifts. It's nothing wrong, but don't make that the main focus. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's become completely commercialized. So all of the retailers they don't mind as long as their wallets and credit cards running up. The credit cards ringing, they're fine. Lord, let's let's put Jesus. Whoever could we put up there and market that? Well, how can we get them as far as we can out from Chris? Sure, that's why they push you. You got to get you got to get all of this peer pressure. Spending. That's all it is. It's not Christ, basically. So now let's go uh, to the next. So right as now. we're not focusing on commercialism, what should we focus on? Well, right. then we should focus on illuminating the life of Christ, right. not on Christmas Day or Christmas season or November, right. December, but all year long. Now I'll tell you something different that we that we do that's very unusual from for a lot of people. They might think it's kind of strange. Number one, my husband and I do not buy each other anything for Christmas because it's not our birthday. It's right. his. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it's Amen. the Lord's birthday. We don't buy each other presents. Now we sometimes we do take a trip together, and during the holidays this year, of course, we're not because of the we're just you know all these different things COVID. with COVID mm -hmm. and stuff. But sometimes we'll take a trip together. Sometimes we won't. Sometimes we'll just go and spend this Christmas day up there at the Oval Town when they used to let us in. That was before COVID. But we would spend sometimes Christmas day. That would be our Christmas day. Mm -hmm. We would take ourselves up and walk the halls and you know, do things, bring things to people. Because that's what, how we, that's what we enjoy doing. The other thing that we do that's a little unusual is that we keep our Christmas tree up all year long. If you go in our living room, it's a big old Christmas tree almost up to the ceiling. And it's, it's there all the time. We don't turn the lights on all the time. We turn the lights on during the holiday season. But we keep that Christmas tree up. One year we had it up and we were like, wait, Jesus is still here in the 26th, 27th. And then we... We, it was up, we kept it through the whole month of January, then we February, mm -hmm. and then we like, wait a minute, Jesus is still, we just kept it up. Amen. So now it's a permanent fixture in our house because that is uh, to us saying, Jesus is not, we don't put up lights and take them down. Mm -hmm. We do have some lights in our windows and we turn them on and off, but we don't put up a Christmas tree at a certain time or say, this is Jesus time, okay, then now it's done. No, it's still here. So we do it that way. And we just want to encourage people to make every day count. So when it comes down to acknowledging your loved ones every day, instead of being going overboard in one season, I love this song. I don't even know if this is Christian. This is a Christian group. This song is not necessarily a Christian song, but this is a Christian contemporary group that made this song that I love. And it's talking about how our point of it is. Christmas is not one day of the year. So let me play this song and then you'll see what we mean by that. Hold on. Okay. You may have heard this, but 
some people may have never heard it. Amen. Say, don't save it all for Christmas Day. And we can celebrate Christ in our daily life by making the most out of each and every day. Do you know that every day is a gift of God? Amen. And I'm loving that song where it says, let all the children know. Let all the children know everywhere you go, your whole life through, let, let you show love and appreciation and compassion. And even, you know, I know I, I did the same thing as far as, you know, maybe spending for Christmas when my son was little. But as I got more mature in Christ, I realized, man, if I really had it to do all over again, I would get him used to um, not having stuff piled up in one day, but being fiscally responsible. I remember this pastor I know, and this guy was rich too. I'm, I'm talking about a multimillionaire. Mm. And he, um, his kids asked him, one, one year he said he just got, he wasn't going to go all out for Christmas. And his kids said, daddy, what are we getting for Christmas this year? And he said, nothing. He said, come on, quit playing dad. He said, no, I'm not. He said, you're not getting anything. But I'm going to make it where when you each one of you uh, get older, each one of you will be completely financially independent by the time you're 20, 21. You're not going to get anything every year. You're going to get something at 21 that's going to last the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So he really put his focus on being fiscally responsible and celebrating Jesus' birthday and not his kids getting something. So what? how can we celebrate Christ every day in our life? By, how can we do that? By the most said every day, by having a daily walk with Christ, that may walk in wisdom. Remember, these are dangers. We call these perilous times. But in Ephesians 5 and 7, 15 says, see that you walk circumspectly because not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise but understand what is the will of the Lord. And do not be drunk with wine, which is <clears throat> the fascination, but also be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in songs, hymns, and spiritual songs by singing, making melody in your hearts to the Lord, by giving thanks always in all things. God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting one to another in the fear of God. Amen. Amen. So that's a way to make our, our life um, matter to the Lord, to celebrate him by walking in wisdom. Mm -hmm. What's some other ways? Okay, remembering that the times is precious. Let me stop right there. I know there's probably some of you who probably just became born again Christians. Maybe you're having a hard time financially, maybe mentally, emotionally, physically. But let me tell you something. What you are going through, Christ has already experienced that 2,000 years before you even got into this grace. And let me tell you something, you have been enlisted in the army of the Lord. Okay, remember that the times is precious. So Psalms 90 says, teach us to remember our days. To number, I'm sorry, to number our days. That's Psalms 90 in, in verse 12. And that means that we should remember that no matter if we're going to think we're going to live to 120, which is the biblical limit, or whether, you know, whatever's going to happen, are we going to go on the rapture next week or tomorrow? that every day we should really focus on how are we representing God in this day? Like every single day, how are we representing it? Now, some people do have regrets about their life because they wasted a lot of time doing insignificant things. I know sometimes, and I know we've all done it. You get on the internet, you go to, especially on the news site, I have to watch, look at the news every day for my job. And I'll see something like, I don't know, some celebrity yacht or something. <laughs> and I'll like start clicking. I'm like, oh, let me see what their yacht looks like complete waste of time right and those are things like we do things sometimes where it just doesn't use our time wisely so if we would we should really invest our time in if it's anything we should be touching people's lives for jesus Amen. let the spreading of the gospel of jesus christ salvation be the one thing that propels you and gets you up and out each day that's really what's worth living for all right now some people have regrets about their lives oh, oh okay i'm sorry okay Okay, the way to make the way to make the most out of every day, expressing gratitude to God every day as much as possible. Psalms 104 and 5, enter in his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever, fulfilling, continuing throughout all generations. 2 Corinthians 4, 15. All of this is your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people 
may cause thanksgiving to overflow into glory of God, 2 Corinthians 9 and 15. Thanks to God for all his indescribable blessings. Amen. So expressing Amen. gratitude to God is an important way Amen. to make every day count for Christ. Amen. It's like every day is, is about Jesus. Every day is Christmas, it's, which is Christ mass, which means just celebrating Christ. Every day we celebrate Christ. Every day is Christmas, Christmas and every day is Christ mass. And some of the ways that to make those days count for Jesus Christ, we said one to um, remember time is precious, walk in wisdom, express gratitude. And also doing something for others in the name of the Lord. Don't do it to be seen or heard or get the credit to give the glory to God. Ephesians 2 and 4 said, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. That is Philippians 2 and 4. Sorry, I'm sorry, I said the wrong scripture there. Sorry about that. Hebrews 13 and 16 says, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Now, let me stop right there. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing good, but I always say one thing. You are, you're eagles, you know, you're eaglets. You're gonna fly, soar like the eagle. But when you come to doing charity, you must have a balance with that. You must have a balance with that. Just like you balance your checkbook, you must have a balance. Because like I said, you could have some bad experiences helping people sometimes, you know, and if you, a lot of people, I've seen it happen many, many times in the church, uh, but glory be to God, you know, just whatever you give and do, sacrifice, just make sure that you're not looking for nothing return back because you may not get it back. So do it from your heart and do it as a sacrifice you give pleasing to God. Amen. And um, so uh, another way to make most of every day, we said expressing gratitude, doing something for others. Um, and let me say something about doing something for others. Doing something for others does not necessarily mean material things. Sometimes it means witnessing Christ. Right. Sometimes it means um, saying to a stranger, Jesus loves you. And you might be embarrassed to do it, which I'm not. I mean, I just don't care. I'll tell you something funny that happened at work yesterday the other day. We were on, um, we were on the uh, call at my job. And before the call, people chit-chat and chit-chat, you know, because they're waiting for the, the boss to get on there and start the call. So somebody asked me, are you ready for Christmas? I'm like, why did you ask me that? Because I'm getting ready to preach. So I said, I'm as ready as I'm going to be because we don't buy gifts. And I told them the whole thing like I just told you wrong. I said, we don't buy gifts because it's not our birthday. It's Jesus' birthday. Amen. Amen. And I said it on the call. This is a government job. But somebody asked me, okay? Right. I didn't just start saying it. Somebody asked me, are you ready for Christmas? How are you going to answer that? I could have just said yes and been quiet. But I want people to know that Jesus is not... December 25th in, in our house. And I said that on that call. So that's one way to, to, to do it. Publicly, publicly acknowledging your faith. Um, Let me say the last one. I, okay. I missed that one. Okay, That was Galatians 6 and 2. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Okay, so Jesus. that was that's on the section of doing something for others. Right, I've got that part. Now, public, publicly acknowledging our faith in Jesus Christ is important, like I did. Um, and I think it's I don't think it should be a heavy lift. There's a scripture that says his commandments are not grievous. I think it's grievous. grievous yes, yeah. I, I didn't put that in the notes, but it should be something that um, we love to do. We love to talk about Jesus. Like that's the old song says, I love to tell the story. We love to tell, talk about Jesus. We'll right. do it in order. And in the example that I gave you, the official meeting hadn't started yet. And somebody specifically asked me about a, a Christian tradition, which was Christmas. I, I don't think they were expecting me to talk about Rudolph or Santa Claus because people know I'm a Christian. But anyway, so we can do that. And also, Jesus said that whoever confesses me before men, him I will confess before my father, which is in heaven. But whoever should deny me before men, I shall also deny him before my father in heaven. And Romans 1.16 says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew and to also the Greek. Mm -hmm. So I really want to encourage us to do that. But here's the, the thing that happens with that, though. Once people know you're a Christian, you better walk it. Amen. You, you better walk Amen. it out. You know, Amen. If you say Amen. That you're a Christian, you need to live it. Amen. Now, there's times, a couple of times where I felt like I really kind of wasn't as kind as I was. And you know what? I was 20 times more compelled to say, 
I'm sorry because people knew I was a Christian. And I just said, you know, I didn't represent who I who I stand for as, as Christ. You know, this was several years ago. There was this young lady, and then she forgot all about that. She said, "What? When was you grouchy?" I said, "I was." But anyway, so we we should acknowledge him. That's the way of making every day count, making every day Christmas. Okay. Now spend now spend time with your loved ones. Christ encourages us to spend time with our loved ones. And what are some of the things could we do, Pamela? Spending time with loved ones, not around holiday time, but other times. But just make, yeah. just make time for people that you love. Right, and right. that's what that song was talking about. It's saying how many people are dying, how many people are crying, yeah. how many people are longing and asking mm-hmm. for love. And so don't go giving them a Christmas present if you don't call them, but what, you know that's the only time you call them or something like that. That's what they're saying. Don't save it. Don't save all your love for Christmas Day. Amen. Find a way. And there's people that are lonely. There's people that... You know, I even had this thing and I never really caught on, but when I was used to work in an office, which I now I work at home because I ran out of office space. But anyways, I used to say, well, everybody that works somewhere, they should put an email out to the whole work group saying, if anybody doesn't have anybody to spend a, this Christmas Eve with, I don't know now it's COVID, so it's a whole different story. But anyways, I think if you're in a workplace and you know, like somebody's single or they just lost their spouse or something. You should reach out to that person. I, I did that to somebody. They didn't respond, but I don't know. I guess they felt uncomfortable dealing with me outside of workplace. But find ways to love folks and, and love on people all year long. You know, and I know this ministry, this is what this ministry does. I mean, this, this is the whole purpose of, of Refuge for the Storm. So we know that this is a daily thing with you guys. But in other ways, we can we can reach out to loved ones. We can reach out to people. We can like do little things for folks. Um, different during different times of the year and not make it like their birthday valentine's day or something like give them a flower it's not even a special occasion you know we do that in this house give them something so that they get used to you're expressing your love and appreciation it's not like you have to use use materialism to appreciate people you could just write a note i love this commercial that comes on that where these people had the guy had a little lunch box and, and it was like a rice krispie treat or something and the mom wrote, like, I love you. You can, you can do this or something. You're going to pass it. To-. Little stuff like that is just so wonderful. It's like it's like sewing all year round, right? Amen. Yes. And also, do, let's do this right here. Do something for your health and your fitness. Now, unfortunately, um, you know, that is something that's going to prolong, can help prolong your life if you want to live longer. If Christ don't come back, it is something that helps keep you, you know, try to eat a healthy life. Do a little fitness as much as you can. I know maybe you can't do so much, but do what you can. Your body will appreciate it. And 1 Corinthians, mm-hmm. Corinthians 6 and 19 said, what do you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and which is in you? For you are God and you are not your own. For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is God's. So this is what we're saying, like, all these ways that we're talking about tonight are ways to make Christmas, Christ mass, Christ celebration, mm-hmm. which is all Christmas is a celebration of Christ every day. Make Christmas every day, expressing gratitude to God, doing something for other people, publishing, acknowledging Jesus Christ in your in 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 a public setting, letting people know that your God is there is is there for them too, and that they can reach out to Jesus just as much as you can. Uh, let them know. Spend time with people you love. I mean, especially when they're, you know, as our parents, grandparents get older, mm-hmm. you know, take extra time. I, you know, it's in years where you may not have said, well, I'm going to change my schedule to do, you know, because of my parent today. Change your schedule because the, the days you have with them are just so fleeting. Mm-hmm. Even like my husband was mentioning how we we didn't think these uncles would go home to be with all the Lord in one season, in one, like one within season. two weeks of time. Yeah, about two months. When we opened our office recently, and we we did an, open up a new office, we put all above, like five generations of people in both sides of his family and my family that we loved and appreciated because we wanted them to know when we're standing on the shoulders of all the things that you all have taught yep. us and let them know that, especially mm-hmm. people's parents. My goodness. Um, I've said that to my mother. She almost started crying. And I was like, really? She said, she said, I just never thought that you would say these things. I was just saying, you know, how much I'd learned from her. And because I know I took them through a lot over the years. I was probably the problem child in the family. But I just let her know, you know, thank you for just loving me in the midst of, you know, craziness and stuff. And let people know that you love them. Let people know you appreciate them. And the part when Terrence is talking about health and fitness, we could not say about making everyday count without talking about health and fitness. Mm -hmm. 
It is important. It is. It is. It is. We deal with nursing home residents, many, many of whom are younger than I, and in both of us, yeah. And and look, they're they're having serious health challenges in their 60s. That's young to have bad health challenges. And I know that those who are going through targeting, they have other reasons why our health is being attacked, which is this whole different story. But I'm talking about simple things like cutting down on saturated fat, um, eating. If you eat two cups of vegetables a day, that will do so much to invigorate your health. I just learned that because I, I'm in a fit uh, class at my at the VA. And it's and they talk about you have to eat two cups of leafy vegetables. They can't be frozen. I mean, they can be frozen, but they can't be canned. No canned because that has a ton of salt in it. And also, so I need to, you know, we don't, we're trying to cut down on salt. We, if you can walk, and a lot of people can't because you have mobility issues, stand, okay? Stand up. I have a stand-up desk. I think I've told you all this before. I have a stand-up desk in my um, office. So I spend most of my working day standing up typing because when you're standing up, you're, you're no longer sedentary. Sedentary will take you out of here. It yeah. will. If you just wow. sit still, we started making a, the, v, the, the VA told me walk 10,000 steps a day. I never, we never even heard of that. I guess we, we sort of heard of, I mean, I kind of really wasn't paying attention. That's... We started doing that. They said, if you walk 10,000 steps a day, you'll cut down significantly on things like stroke, heart attack, all kinds of high blood pressure, everything just by doing that. So we started doing it so much. We got all excited. We started doing like 14,000 steps. I got up to 17,000 steps one day. So Every, okay. So now these are things that are important to make your life you know, make it represent Christ. Okay, thank you, honey. Every day is the perfect day to glorify our Lord Jesus Christ with our lives. I mean, every day is like a new day. Uh, like I said, if you, do, if you do not know it, that they say on an average day over, I looked at the, the population is 7 billion people on the planet. There's 200,000 people a day that passes away from natural causes, some from accident calamities, like the tornadoes and stuff like that. Every day you get up, we should be saying, Lord, thank you. How can I glorify you? I got to see another day. We're on the threshold right now on the eve of a new year within a matter of two weeks. We're in the matter of a new year, 2022. It's being ushered in. Whether we want to believe it or not or receive it or not, it's coming. Okay, just like the Son of Man is coming. Amen. A lot of people don't believe that. But here's the thing about it. Between that time and then, what things could happen between it and then. God, you know, God help us and protect us. But I just want you to make every day in Christ, every day Christmas, make it count. Let's not do like I did. I'm, I'm so guilty of that myself. I cannot begin to tell you that I'm, and I use myself as an example because I've been there before, uh, running up debts and stuff like that, that I should not have ran up not listening, being wise, going with the emotions of the season, impulsive spending. And I and at the, after I celebrated and enjoyed the holiday, I had all these bills packed, packed up at the same time. See, the, the retailer, though, they, 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 they give you all this advertising. They want you to get that stuff. You got to get it. You got to spend that money. You got to do it. You got to do it. You don't have to do nothing but be saved and be ready for the coming of the Lord. Amen. Amen. All that is just world of materialism. And that's what got people's minds so wrapped around. They, they're not even thinking about Christ. Amen. And so what I'm saying is, as Jesus said, let me get down. Now, Jesus said, they speak well of me, but their hearts are far from me. They speak and they hear. Now, as the angel, as they went, like I said, when the shepherds were watching over their flocks, okay? When the shepherds were watching their flocks, when Gabriel wanted to bring them good tidings, there were some people that came there to seek Christ. That was the three wise men. Now, I don't know where they were from, but the Bible said they're from here, but I'll take it at face value and leave it at that. It doesn't matter where they came from. The most important thing that matter is they were seeking Christ. It don't even matter what nationality they was. That really does not even matter, to be honest with you. You got to remember, every nationality was made by God on the earth, okay? He created every nationality. Everyone that you see in the United Nations was made by God. When they sit around that throne, so when you get into heaven and you see all those, those saints bowing down, you're going to see every 
nationality represented around that throne. Amen. Because God made everything according to Genesis. We didn't come from an evolution. We came from the breath of God. That's what we came. And that's why I'm saying make every day count. Don't waste a day. I, 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 like I tell you, it, it, I think one of the things that I was really just shocked, I mean, almost knocked me on the ground. When I walked out of the, um, the graveyard after my mother had been, she went home to be with the Lord, uh, me and Pamela went back the next day because we was right uh, within a short five-minute drive from the hotel we were staying in. When I walked out to make sure the sod and everything and the flowers were still there that we laid on her grave and we laid her to rest, I saw, you know, in California, I saw all these young people. They were under the age of 25 years old. And for some reason in California, some places you go, they have the pictures of their loved one who deceased on it. And when I started walking through one aisle, I saw all these people under 25 years old. They didn't even, be, they didn't even begin to live. And they were all, you could see, murdered, gunned down, this, that. And that's why I'm telling you, make every day count. If all the people had the time you have right now, I guarantee they would make every day count right now. A lot of people give every day. They think, oh, I'm guaranteed. No, you're not promised tomorrow. Neither am I. We just live day by day. The Bible said God said that man shall not what, live by bread alone. That's what he told Satan. But every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So make every day Christmas. Christmas. I call it Christmas. Amen. Because don't just celebrate him on the holidays. Anybody can do that. Even a hypocrite can do that. But let's celebrate him every day. Every day I get up, I speak to the Lord early, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. I said, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Father. Sorry, Lord, if I fell short. Lord, I apologize. I repent. Lord, I'm sorry I was spent or did this. The Lord, I apologize to you. But make every day Christmas in your life. You can make it every day. You don't have to be the 25th. Now, let me give you some up-to-date news. The 25th is, of December is not the actual day of Christ's birth. That was just a European. They settled on December 25th because the stars they saw at that time was the coldest time of year. Well, let me tell you something. It, they don't actually know what it was. I don't know. It's an old Hebrew Bible. But they settled on that day according to the Roman Catholic Church. That's, I believe that's how it got started on the 25th of Christmas. We call it Christmas. But anyway, let me go back to what I was saying again. If you're waiting for a holiday to celebrate Christ, that's not a personal relationship you have with Jesus. Think about this. If you're a child of God, would you want your son? And the, I, I know, we know how that feels. Uh, every time <laughs> yeah. they call, I need money. They, they never <laughs> even bring a car. You can, I got a dollar store up the street from me right here. I got All a right. dollar store. Right. Cost you one dollar and six cents. It's six percent sales tax in Georgia. And it was so busy, they never had time to say thank you, I love you, nothing, nothing. I have one nephew who takes the time oh, out, out of all these nephews and nieces to take out, hey, and I, I tell you, so I, we, my wife and I, we have been a blessing in a lot of ways in these kids' lives, from some of them were small teenagers until grown men and women right now. I don't even get a call, not even a text, but that's all right. But I know how, I, I can imagine, that's how I feel. I can imagine how God feels. And like he said, oh yeah, they're going to come to me, they're going to honor me with their mouths, but their heart after this holiday, they're going to go right back to put me on the shelf and they'll dust me off next year and bring me back off the shelf like an old Bible that they don't read. Just take collecting dust. We want a personal relationship with you. You need to communicate with him every day of your life, okay? You praise him every day of your life. You thank him every day of your life because none of us is promised. Like I told you, I was sad by the news. I got the other day, little eight-year-old girl shot and killed here in Atlanta, Georgia by one of her little younger brothers playing with a gun. Some irresponsible parent left the gun unattended. The little boy picked up the gun. He wasn't his fault. He pulled the trigger and killed, killed his sister. It was just by horrible accident that happened. Eight years old, God. When she brought, did she see it another day? No, she didn't. It was sad. Made all of us cry here. That's right. So that's why I said you got to make every day of Christmas count in your life. You know, nobody promised you tomorrow. Who told you you was gonna see tomorrow? 
Nobody told me that neither. We just live day by day by the will of God. That's it right now. What are you going to do with the hours clock? Everybody's on a 120 year hours clock. When you get a chance, look at Genesis chapter six. And God says before then, he let men live for many hundreds of years. But after that time, God was not, God said they lived to be hundreds of years. They're going to want to back all with the cycle of sin. We'll keep back over and over again. So God limited to 120 years after that nor generation was wiped out by the flood. And after it, so you got to, we can live up to 120 years, but you know what? We got to be good stewards over these bodies. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I went to, we got out and um, rent an SUV. And the first thing they came out, the guy came out from the rental car. He said, Ms. Wilson, I got to check around the car and make sure there's no scratches. I said, sir, this is your job. You're, you're going to do what you got to do. That's fine. I understand. So he had to check around. I had the, the same car we rented out. We had to check it back in. They had to check it, make sure no accidents, no tickets, no done. When we turn in these bodies, God is going to say, I want to know what did you do with the time that I gave you? Amen. What did you do? Amen. And a lot of people, now let me tell you something. There are a lot of people wasting years, squandering a bunch of foolishness. There are going to be a lot of people going to see families. There's nothing wrong with that. But the, but the, the real reason is not Christ. It's just another time of gluttoning and selfishness and what am I going to get? What what God going to do for me? This is the attitude of people. What is God going to give me for Christmas? Or being compelled. Right. To, or in the other right. hand, or right. being compelled. Right. I got to buy this one this. I got to buy, buy, buy that one. Right. We, we, buy, we have a couple of little tiny yes. people, maybe like two people. A couple of people. For, yeah. And they're little yeah. bitty Amen. tiny kids, Amen. like three. Three Amen. of them. And, not, and no more than three different people. Yeah. And we do things for our yes. parents that are non tan I mean, right. not um, right. monetary. We do yes. other things for our parents. And that's the thing. Do not be get caught up in, I gotta do this. I gotta and do maybe this it's and a tradition in it and you don't want to break it. That, it that's your choice. Amen. But Amen. if you really think about what the Lord thinks about mm -hmm. this holiday, it's, mm -hmm. it's about his birth. It's about right. He changed the, the 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 trajectory of the humankind Amen. from being just completely in bound for destruction to be able to have eternal life with him. He he showed up. Yeah. I mean, he showed up. He split time. Amen. He's the one who changed us from darkness to light. To light. Amen. This is not about Macy's. It's, Amen. It, it ain't about Walmart or Target either. or anything Walmart, like that. Or Amazon, any of them. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Don't, uh, when you say Amazon, he, Amen. he, he was saying that to me. He was saying that to me. Amen. But I don't get on Amazon just at Christmas. Yeah. That, That's I, right. I do get on year round. <laughs> but the thing is, and they're just little minor stuff that I do at Amazon, anyways. But Amen. the thing is, getting materialistic and feeling like, oh, I got to go spend this. Right. I got to go spend that. Like Terrence said, he yeah. used to work where he went in apartments. Amen. And the people would have all these things they'd buy for Christmas and then they'd be gone like in January Three because months they would spend all be, their be Yeah. It's like right. they should have just sat around the fire right. and talked to their kids about yeah. Jesus. All right. Or bought things they could afford and would have put that kind of pressure on themselves. Satan puts us under that pressure because we consent to it. We don't have to. But let me get back to what Pamela was saying just now, like, right, what she was saying right now is that the season is supposed to be about Christ. A couple of years ago, now, a lot of times, sometimes we take a vacation around Christmas time. Around Christmas time. A couple of days we go out, we take a little vacation to kind of, re, you know, get our energy relax. back from all year, relax. I'm working all year long. We minister 365 days a year. We don't, we, we don't take days off. And we they, better and rest. They do too, they get on and y'all do too. And thank God, that's called commitment, loyalty to God. Let me tell you something else. Uh, a couple years ago, we wound up staying home because Christmas was on Sunday. And I cro we called around. This is a city of, what, what, 7 million people. We couldn't get one person to play a couple songs yeah. for some people in a nursing home. Everybody we called, mm -hmm. they all had an excuse. Mm -hmm. we, we took our whole weekend off to serve these people. We couldn't all, we just asked for one half an hour. And this is the funny part we, about that's, it. That's, that's just we so strange. We said to some people, we yeah. said, well, can you come and play the, the guitar? Two songs. <laughs> they, they had an entire prayer, I mean, like yeah. a, like an orchestra. Yeah. We said, can we have one person to come and play a, a yeah. guitar, a violin, a keyboard, something with these people? No, because we're having our Christmas band. Yeah. This is Christmas. This is. The and people yeah. in, the, in the in the bed yeah. don't have anybody. Yeah. That's what that's Christmas, yeah. not Amen. your Christmas pageant. Amen. 
And, mm -hmm. and you know what the thing about it is that I understood that I had to be in my family too. One but we person? were serving. No, they well, wanted want one, one person yeah. to come. They had an entire, I'm talking about yeah. like a, a 30, 40 piece orchestra. But the Bible said, what you do unto the least, you have done it unto me. And we, we did the best we could. I did the singing and we had some music and we did the best we could. I said, God bless you. I hope you enjoy your holiday. And don't forget, you turned your back on, you basically walked past over some people you could have been healing them with your music. And, and we then couldn't, they realized, we amen. Understand amen. why they didn't see the, yeah, the, the, they couldn't see the it. message of Christ. Amen. It's like the babe in the manger. Amen. Nobody wanted to give them a place to sleep. Yeah, had no room. Had yeah. no room. The other day, as we went and minister, we got a call from one of our uh, loyal uh, uh, deacons in our church who was sick. And I had to rearrange. That's why our schedule stayed kind of loose after we minister. And we had to go up to the hospital. Last message, nope, we're going up. My wife and I said, yep, we're going up there because they need our prayers. And we're praying for them right now to make a full oh, recovery oh, yeah. of Sister Mary right now. Remember, she wasn't there. So what happened. Right, she was in the And she wasn't there, but the fact that we showed up. But then when we were on the way out the door, door you, because you know, you were there. We, were, we went to visit this lady. And she, when we got there, they said she went down to dialysis. So I said, okay. So we left a note. We said, well, maybe, you know, we don't know why the service to come up here. Yeah. When we was on the way up the door, these people, did we tell them this already? We, we told them, I think we might have told okay, them. Okay, I don't know if we, we told, told you or told somebody else. Yeah. But anyway, when we were on the way up the door, these, we see all these people like in the street and we were trying to get out the parking lot. And my husband was like, can you please move out the street because we need to go fast. And the lady said, oh, we're, or somebody just died. They were just, well, died. We didn't realize it until we got right died. up on them. We stopped yeah. our car where, where it was and just got out there and just started yeah. ministering to people. Mm -hmm. And so that's where you have to kind of be Amen. sensitive and just mm -hmm. be on God's mission. Amen. It, just please don't just make it about toys and, and gifts and right. stuff. Look it's, for an opportunity to help somebody. Now, when we came out of the, when we keep pulling out of the emergency room, the young lady that died was 20 years old. Yeah, that was so 20 thing. years old. Nah, they were just so shot. Fine. And I told them we gathered them all together. No, she, didn't, she didn't get shot. No, no, the people were shocked. Oh, okay. The people okay. were shocked yeah. that she had passed away at such she, a young she age. She passed away as a sickness. Okay. As a sickness, right. 20 years old. And so we gathered them all together and we locked, we locked together in prayer. We prayed with them and encouraged them. But I thank God for giving us the opportunity to show his hand of mercy, his hand of compassion. And uh, like I said, if I, I preached this a long time ago, life is hard. Believe me, I know. If I tell you what, I, what me and my wife meant through in our lives, we can write a book of testimonies and do many services. But I'm going to tell you something, life is hard, but God is good. And, and make every day uh, Christmas, make an account. Make it count for something. When you look back over your life right now, when your life comes to a close, what are you, are you going to take the time and say, you know what? Because one thing God is going to ask, a lot of people don't realize, how many souls did you minister? How many people did you tell about me? Oh, Lord, I, yeah, I, look, I, I, I meant to, Lord, but I was so busy shopping for gifts. I just, Jesus, I just didn't have the time. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I did, how, many, how many people you walked by? How many people? How many people did you check on in the nursing home or in, or in the hospitals? Did you? Were you so busy with your that you had no time? Had no time. And teach little had kids. Had no time. Te please teach little Amen. children to not Amen. start expecting gifts. Amen. If I had Amen. to do all over again, please. I'm not saying yeah, I didn't do it because I only had that one child, so I Amen. did buy from. Yeah. If I had to do yeah. all over again, I would be just like that preacher I was telling you. Amen. I would get them yeah. not used to getting stuff, right. but just to giving during yeah. the season. Service. And right. I would please. Help little children yes, and young people and teenagers and 20s and people yeah. learn, just give them a whole different perspective. When you train them differently, right. they'll, they'll think differently. When you go in the country, it's like me and my wife had an opportunity to go. One of my hobbies is traveling. I like to see where events took place. I enjoy a little easy travel. I like to see what God is doing. But one thing about it, I'm going to tell you something. When I was in the islands, me and Pamela, a couple of years ago, we were sitting out on the, on the patio just having our lunch, and I saw a bunch of kids. You could tell that they were poor, but they was happy as can be. And they were dirty. They were dirty, swimming water, water that I would even think of fine. But these kids were very, and they were they were content. Well, even I mean, it's I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but their attitude was a lot different than the kids here. Oh, give me this, give me that, give me this, because we become a give me mentality. You know, and I'll borrow this from John F. Kennedy. Ask not 
what you can what God can do for you, but yet ask what you can do for your God. Now, believe me, he got that from somewhere. I don't think he invented that, but he said that in his inauguration speech. So I'm telling you, don't ask God what he's going to do for you. Ask him, Lord, what can I do for you? Because you have done so much for me. Let the church say amen. Every day, is a, every day is a perfect day to glorify the Lord and our Jesus Christ with our lives. Please, let's do it. And let me tell you something. When, you, when this life is over, God shows you the things that happen. Those things are going to be so insignificant. They're not going to mean anything in the presence of God. The most important thing is to God is not how to not get rich and die trying. And now who got the most expensive toys, who make the most money, or who's the richest person in the world, who's the most, that ain't the most thing that God is not going to be impressed with that. I'm going to tell you, a lot of people are going to be shocked. God said, I'm not impressed with that. Every, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. I own everything. How do you think they got everything? Because I blessed them with that talent. We said, what, you know, you just have to win souls and live a life that is pleasing to God. All these people out here that want to be on TV and famous and all that stuff, you know, let them have it. I'm more interested in making Jesus famous. Amen. That's our goal, to make him famous all over to preach this gospel to every preacher. Amen. In the street, on a bench, on a bridge, or in a hospital, or in a nursing home. And we're going to preach out Jesus until he returns. Amen. That's all we got today. And I would wish everybody a merry, merry Christmas. If you get a chance, give a gift. Give somebody a salvation call so they can start a new year as, Jesus Jesus, as a personal Lord and Savior. I'm going to tell you something. Chapter 9 in Acts, when Paul got that, when he got that conversion to Christianity, it was complete. It was complete. Not only was it complete, but it changed the course of his life. Paul was on the road to hell. Even though he was going to Damascus, it led toward the pits of hell. But when he came, when he got up, he was on the road to heaven. Glory be to God. And that's what I want for y'all. Win souls. Amen. For the kingdom. Amen. Make everything they count. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.